If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. It is a pleasure and honor to break bread with you on this delightful afternoon. Listen, folks, there's one of them newfangled horseless carriages coming. You are listening to the Creative Hearts Club with Peter Tompkins and Rusty Harden. Hey there, everybody. This is Peter Tompkins and Rusty Harden on another episode of the Creative Hearts Club. Welcome. Hey, Peter. Hey, thanks for having me again. I always look forward to us getting together. Yep, I do too. It's just such a fun time putting these together. And I know we've had some nice responses from the people that listen. So have you you gotten feedback from friends or relatives? Yes. Um, yeah, I've talked to um, a few people that, um, you know, I try to send out the links that way they, they find it easy and, mm-hmm. and do that. But um, yeah, well, they they comment on our chemistry. I'm like, I don't know what that is, but they like it. So it works for me. Oh, yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah. And then, um, yeah, I've had some that that have talked about that um, it's given them just a point of view that they that they can build on. And that's fun. You know, oh, that's awesome. they come back and say, yeah. So it's fun. Yeah, I've, I I know that when we talk, well, prior to making this show, I knew this the way we talk and bounce ideas off of each other. I knew this would be a good idea. And I just, when they say chemistry, I just, we just really, we blend well together, I guess, our thoughts and points of view and things like that. I think so. You know, it's, it's interesting to be... Um, on so many different mm-hmm. levels and layers of our own artistic world. But yet it really comes down to the journey, although it's individual, yeah. you know, we're you, artists, we're, we're kind of going the same direction. You know, we need to have a different way of getting there and our, you know, we have our own mediums or you're like, you know, you have your film and mm-hmm. your music and, and some painting and, but it's, but there's so much of it that is just, um, a crossover and discussion and i think that's i think that's why it that's why it works excellent and speaking of film let's do some shameless self-promotion and now ptt pops shameless self-promotion rusty and i were in a documentary called the artist a documentary and uh i released it on september september may 15th we had the premiere and got it for sale on the internet and it's it is a film about artists and it was filmed in the thriving community of dayton ohio where rusty lives and it explores the life of an artist through conversations with people passionate about what it means to be an artist the challenges they face in the digital age and the importance of the support of the art community and rusty's a huge part of the art community in dayton where i filmed this and it was just so much fun making it and for for both of us i think it was a, a life-changing event wouldn't you agree oh, with- i agree yeah oh 100 percent and 
the um, the, the feedback on the documentary has been has been fabulous too. People that watch it, whether they're artists or not, they um, they get they get these um, inspirations about really living your passion and and um, not being. I don't want to. It's not that you can't be concerned, but but they're willing to be open to where it goes and just and just hanging in there and getting it done. And um, what I and the other thing is that I felt like there were so many different um, from the different people that you interviewed. We just got such a, a great bridge of 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 thoughts that mm-hmm. just really encompassed so many areas. You know, it, it's just individual. Every artist is an individual. They're their path as an individual and so as they expressed um their their artistic ways and their their journey of their career being an artist you know there was something something for everybody oh, yeah. and and people that are not artists that listen to it they know artists or they know aspiring artists mm-hmm. and you know and that's what they say oh so and so needs to my friend artist needs to see this and and that's that's why it, that's how it's growing so absolutely is a must see for anybody that yeah. um, is striving to um, pursue their art career, needs that shot in the arm. But also, you know, who thinks about the people that they know that want to aspire, even, you know, younger people, you know, maybe the teens and stuff, because they're making they're making choices now that that will um, always affect what um what they're gonna what they're gonna do and and anyway it's i i could you know i can ramble on about it because not only was it fun but it was such an an honor but it was it was life-changing it was it was artist life-changing yeah yeah it's really i learned so much and, and the one thing that i learned is that it's never too late to become an artist and um there's no age restrictions on you don't have to be you know, 18 and in college, you can you can be 80 and pick up an, a paintbrush and learn to paint or a pencil or whatever you happen to want to do. Um, and then we end up having these great podcast discussions because there's aspects of the documentary that, that we're just we're just building on like tonight mm-hmm. about success. It's, yeah. it's, it just keeps on being fun. And that leads to our topic for tonight. What what does success mean as an artist? And uh, before I go to that, just let if you want to purchase this movie or watch it, it's on Vimeo, and it's also at um, theartistdocumentary dot com. And I'll put links to both. But tonight, I thought we'd talk about what does success as an artist mean to you, the artist, or as an individual. And um, you know, we've talked about that a little bit in the past. Just, just between us, Rusty and I have talked about it. And when I got into the arts, I thought it meant you had to, you know, have a studio in some, you know, some drafty studio in the bowels of some city with floor to ceiling windows, you know, and pallets and canvases all over the place. And you had to have a certain look and you had to have purple hair and tattoos and you know you had to be kind of wild and eccentric and as i've gotten older and gotten in more into my craft i found that's not necessarily true and i also thought you had to have like all kinds of money coming in you had to be selling canvases for ten thousand dollars a piece or you're no one um and it's it's a t- everybody's got a different interpretation of what success is it's a lot more in the moment success uh, you know, uh-huh. just just the fact that I could do art in any capacity, you know, whether I sold it or not, the opportunity to be sitting at the kitchen table. I 
um, I had this room. Um, I had two young daughters, so I didn't really have a space. But underneath our stairs was a closet and, you know, had the slanting ceiling because of the mm-hmm. stairs above it. And, mm-hmm. and I painted in there, you know, so wow. there wasn't any, there wasn't even, there wasn't a window, no. you know, and there was a, a bad light above me. But, you know, I had to make a niche in the in where I lived for oh, it, wow. I had to, I had to, and when I had it and I was painting, then I felt successful, you know, and mm-hmm. and then you know you know eventually I'm on a kitchen table. It, it, it didn't. I'm just always my success has been pretty much where I'm at. I just never just stopped doing the next thing. So and, when you um, when you were painting under the stairs, did you do it with the door closed? No, doors weren't closed. Okay. No. <laughs> you no, yourself I, I might mention I'm a little claustrophobic. <laughs> oh, so yeah. So as long as yeah. the door was open, I'm okay. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but you know, the kids needed to find me anyway. But um, they were pretty young. But, you know, it just, I, you know, and I've changed now when, mm. for me, what success is. Yeah. And, um, you know, yeah, I would have loved to have made good money and, and sold. But just the opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I guess, I guess the word is I kind of had modest vision about, about it, but had the best time always anything, any place I was, wherever I was able to be the artist, then, you know, whether it be in that closet, my cousin had a diner, she let me hang my artwork up there as my absolute first exhibit. And, um, you know, if the diner only got busy when the bars closed, Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. all the drunk people were mm-hmm. in there and whether or not they saw the work, I don't know, but I would be in there and I'd just be happy to see it. So, and then, you know, and it's different now. My success, my success goal is a little bit different. I think we talked about um, when we are working on the documentary that um, for me, success right now is, um, has shifted enough that I want to be respected and relevant. And so mm-hmm. I really manage my character you know i make sure i live up to what i've obligated myself to do and oh, do you i know? try to be relevant in mm-hmm. the uh, i call it i call it calling a cab mm-hmm. right so cab now they have uber i got nothing for uber but but cab and what is that an acronym is that right is that what that's called i i'm, I'm not familiar with it with the acronym Okay, well, I made it up. That's why nobody knows what it is. Oh. So it's C-A-B. And um, it's like cab. I mean, no, yeah, cab. Character, acquire, and balance. And so for me, that road, I needed to manage my character. I needed to make sure, as I mentioned already, lived up to my word. You to be careful what you acquire. And I don't just mean things, but obligations that take you way off track. And then, and then I'm always striving for balance. And um, mm-hmm. so when when I get all wonky and all that, because it's easy to get off track of the what you, what you perceive your success to be. Mm-hmm. So I will I will call a cab and I will you know check myself. Oh, I see what you mean. So that that's excellent. That's an excellent visual illustration to to try to make sure you you're keeping yourself on the right track or going the right direction, and mm-hmm. you don't get you don't get um off off in the weeds. So right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. In that way, you know. So I think one of the things um, that I noticed because I know you sent me um, you sent me some uh, a link and and there were artists on there. And, yeah. Um, what? Yeah. So so what about what was it about that link that that you felt like it mattered to send it to the um, for for me to look at for tonight? Well, it's it's an artist, or uh, I believe she's an artist. Her name is Renee Phillips. 
and she has this article called what does success as an artist mean to you and it's on renee-phillips.com and I thought this is a fascinating article because she asks a variety of different art- artists that work in different mediums what success is to them. And she's got a quote here, um, and she's got a quote from Albert Schweitzer who says, success is not the key to happiness. Happiness is the key to success. If you love what you are doing, you will be successful. And that's kind of the, the, the thing we talked about last time. Like if you if you build it, they will come. And I kind of think if if you it depends on how you look at success. If if you're an artist and you're looking to make millions of dollars and that's your goal, you you may feel deflated because not a lot of people make millions of dollars at it. But there's a variety of people who have different you know, different um, definitions of what they think success is. Um, and I, you know, yeah. did you, you've got the article pulled up in front of you? Or? Yeah, I, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. And um, this one, this um, Maddie um, Servio, Servio, um, in this, in this um, article, this 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 really this really had a bell for me because mm-hmm. he says I feel I have succeeded when people come to the opening of the exhibition and are talking about the paintings, yes, not just socializing with one another. And I was just like, yes, you know that that makes me so happy when um, when I have work out and about, you know. Oh yeah. And, uh, I mean, how how simple is that? And that's Matt, Maddie Servio. Yeah. Yeah, Maddie Surio, yeah. I think each one of them was was so different. I think it's awesome where he says, when I see someone clued, clued to one of the paintings, always turning back to I, that one in particular, he feels like he's helped them to connect with something meaningful. And to him, that's success. And I, I feel the exact same way. Like when I had the trunk show with you guys, um, what was that, like six weeks ago or something like that or a couple months ago? couple months by now yeah and just people even if they didn't buy something they'd pick up something and go that's a really amazing photograph and they sit there and talk to me about it and ask me how i how i did it and i thought that was pretty that made me feel really awesome that, that they saw the amazement in the photograph just like when i took it yes yeah yes mm-hmm. now i'm not that's not to say that um you know we don't need money Maybe mm-hmm. we all, maybe we don't all need money, but you know, there is, there is that when it comes to success, but, um, and I, you know, I think I'd rather stay on the topic about this individual success, because I think when you can have those markers mm-hmm. of what, of what you feel is success, then you're, you're, um, you're continue to move forward in a market. And then you find your market mm-hmm. and then there is money that comes or there's opportunities, you know, for, you know, with grants, you know, just, mm-hmm. just staying on this positive um, journey and then who and what you are, you find, you will find the right place for it. You just can't quit. I mean, that, that's kind of a thing, you know, just don't quit. Exactly. And, and the, this one quote from Nancy Reiner, she's a painter, I believe. She says, in in part of her answer here, she says, my latest idea of success is waking up each morning happy, energized and healthy with the freedom in my day to paint what I want and for how long. And since that is my current reality, she says, I feel successful. And and I can relate to that because, as you know, I, I recently took a day job 
uh, I won't see where I worked, but I worked someplace that I was not very happy at and I quit. I quit after two weeks and I, I was so happy that I didn't have to get up in the morning and go to this guy's job, but I could go back home and start working on my podcast, go back working on my writing. And I, I, even that was brief two weeks made me realize how much I missed working at quote my canvas unquote whether it was playing the guitar or working with my new camera and things like that so I feel really fortunate that I have the ability to sit down and do what I want to do and not have to be someplace else working for someone else if that makes sense. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Well, and one of, and um, I'm glad you pointed it out because it's what she says, you know, like my new vision. Mm-hmm. So I think success, the, the, um, the vision of success has to change. Mm-hmm. It has oh, to yeah. shift, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, we, you can have the long-term goal, you know, where you want to be and what you think that success looks like, but it's all these, all these successes that get you there that um really feeds you know feeds your spirit feeds your soul and and you know sometimes it is money i mean you you gotta have it but um but but to find to find something that that you value in the journey in the process and and you hit that success Mm -hmm. was really was really awesome you know it reminds me of a time when i when i first started playing live when i i I have a solo act where i sang and play guitar and when i just started doing it in the mid 1990s i was playing at this coffee shop and there was a lot of little kids there with their parents and these kids were maybe no more than seven and these little kids started dancing to my music and they were having this great time and they loved my music and you know i was you know i don't i don't write little kids music but i they came up to me and they asked me for my autograph they thought i was famous and i was like wow this is like you know what's wrong with the old people in here aren't listening to me but the little kids like my music and i thought that was cool because i think kids are honest little kids are honest you know maybe to a fault because they don't they don't have the filters that we all do have as adults and I thought these kids know good music <laughs> and they, they liked it. And, you know, their parents are too busy getting their cappuccinos and all that stuff. But I felt, well, that's, I've always remembered that little kid that came up and asked me for my autograph. Then his friend asked me and I was like, oh, I was like, was so weird. I was like, okay, it was nice, but I've never forgotten. And that, that was probably 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's fun. That's a great memory. That is a great memory. But I, I think it's, I guess I should ask you: Can I have your autograph? You know, because um, all the things you've accomplished this past year. Oh yeah, you, I probably should should chase it and get it. You got it on that poster that was. Supposed I know to have it's her, your poster. Oh, did <laughs> anyone else ever sign that? Back. I never took it. I just didn't take it back down. I'll put it on my list on the list that I always lose. Yeah, yeah, it's it's so funny. Um, Rusty printed a big poster for the the documentary and was going to have everybody that was in it sign it. So far, I was so excited because it was yeah. during the premiere. I was so excited during the premiere. I forgot to ask anybody to sign it. So well, you did such That's a great thing. job of that premiere. And not to go back on the film, fun. but you, uh-huh. uh, I was just blown away. As well, the film were. was successful, right? The yeah, whole process, yeah. ever you know, all the marks during the process. You know, you had you had goals during the process and I guess that's kind of really also ties in it's it the finished product is is really good so it's successful and then whatever happens beyond that you know you won 
you won um or got acknowledged for a um documentary award and mm-hmm. and you're getting um you're getting seen by some of the other um film festivals and and um what are you seen on what a television channel now yeah i was on um cox cable local access channel 45 um I submitted my film to that channel, and I actually just met the owners. Did I tell you about meeting um, Don and Renee? You're gonna have to tell me the story again. Uh, really awesome people. They they loved the film. They they showed it for the last two weekends, and um, I just met them at a at a mixer for a local movie movie. It's called the Greater Cleveland Film Commission, and uh, it's a group that brings in business to bring films, Hollywood films here to Cleveland. But Renee and Don were there, and we met, and we just had a great time. And they may be working with me on my next my next film. But um, what was my point there? I'm trying to think. Here. Success. Yeah, I brought I brought it up as an example of in the ways you know the film's done it's successfully completed it is a good movie that's success but now it's out there it's out there taking its mm-hmm. um taking its own steps and it's going to be it's going to go where it's going to go well i think that you've the, done your job the, it's going to go where it's going to go the fascinating thing with success and the whole process of just making a movie like a lot of people think of artists as just being painters or people to draw but it, the the filmmaking process the film is the final product but the whole process is like working on a canvas and you had to we had to bring so many different parts together to make it work you know we had cameraman come and go and we had you came in and other other artists and it all was like this big sculpture then when you finally put together and you stitch all the pieces together it was so satisfying i felt this great deal of success to see that i made one coherent uh piece of art that had a good positive message and that Mm -hmm. was like really wild yeah yeah it's awesome yeah but on the um on the serious side Mm -hmm. of success um i think um in that in that i same article i'm going to quote joanne carson Mm -hmm. and no she she said success is due to being able to withstand rejection oh yeah yeah that was you know so on the serious side of success there's there's a lot of things that can stop you in your tracks mm-hmm. that knock that knock the wind out of you. I've read this um, book and I kind of keep it with me always. It's called Art and Fear, and it's um, mm-hmm. it's observations on the perils and rewards of art making. And when I decided what about twenty years ago to be a professional artist, mm-hmm. this book fell out of sky fell out of the sky on me. I don't even remember where I got it. It's by um, David Bales and Ted Orland, and I and I still pull this book out. It's you know some of the pages or little sections want to want to fall out, but um, so there are some things that become blocks the people um for being successful and one of them i mean i just mentioned hers we we take rejection personal Mm -hmm. and it isn't um we have it you know we think everybody needs to like it or we need to be able to get into shows and exhibits or you know whatever we reach for if we get not selected we really feel rejected. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. So th- there's these mind things that we really have to overcome for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And fear, fear is huge. I, um, since, since we were going to do this, so this, this thought came along that we, um, we prepare ourselves 
to 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 accomplish something and, and and reach you know whether it be the exhibit or or to you know go to go to a show and set up and maybe sell it we prepare for that to get to get there and mm-hmm. we don't and if it's wildly successful many of us do not we are not prepared to what happens if we are successful mm-hmm we don't plan ahead for success and in and i guess nobody i i just never heard anybody talk about it but we can be very successful in reaching a goal or having an event mm-hmm. but what next cuz because it's not good for us to go back to the drawing board now and say okay now what's next mm-hmm. we're not prepared for success and i think that's something oh, yeah. we have to think about we have to be prepared for success and then and then determination through that because we are kind of as only as good as our last success you know we have to we have to set ourselves up for the next one and the next one not that you have to have a, a rigid blueprint uh-huh. but, but um but fear oh my gosh this book this book so addresses so addresses so much fear and um so um so I like I have this one um, one passage underlined for tonight. Um, the individual recipe any artist finds for proceeding belongs to that artist alone. It's non-transferable and of little use to others. It won't help you to know exactly what Van Gogh needed to gain or lose in order to get on with his work. What is worth recognizing is that Van Gogh needed to gain or lose it all that his work was no more or less inevitable than yours and that he like you had only himself to fall back on. Hmm. Wow. And, and so then that made me reflect on Jerry Saltz has a book and I've only read um, excerpts from it. I'm going to order it, but I've listened to him on um, the YouTube. He's a, he's a, um, he's a famous art critic that kind of came up from being a truck driver. Mm-hmm. And he loved art, and I don't. I think he might have hated driving the truck. I'm not sure. So he educated himself by reading art magazines and so on. And he's highly sought after mm-hmm. as as a critic, and and he works really hard. But when he when he's talking to his audience of aspire of aspiring artists, he calls them big babies. <laughs> he's just like you, big babies. He says, go work. You have to make your body of work. You have to work. Yeah. Don't, you know, what is success without you having the work, you know? And um, he says, so he really says a lot of really, so I would suggest that, um, I, w- I would suggest getting the book, which I've been, you know, procrastinating at doing. So now that I set it out, out here on the airways, I'll do it. But, um, but I still, I go and listen to the lectures, which are, which he's been invited because of his book. Mm-hmm. And so you, you get, you get these insights and mm-hmm. he has no tolerance and patience for those that want to sit in their chair and just wish they were someplace. Yeah. Oh yeah. You gotta go do it. We, and I was talking yeah. to an artist, um, night before last, um, Teresa, um, Teresa Smith, and um, she's she's she is as successful as she wants to be. Now that success is is a high mark for her, but you're not going to find her out and about in the galleries. Mm-hmm. So she fits exactly what we were talking about, and you know and that's that's what she says. You have to work at it. You have to put in the effort. You have to be this. You have to do it. You mm-hmm. you have to be authentic. You know you and it, that that's what this you know book was saying. You know. 
what what did he need to be more? Nothing. He just needed to be who he was. You know, that's mm-hmm. what we need to do. Be who we are. And I think one thing I'm not a big advocate for going to art school to become an artist, but the one thing I got from art school. Um, where you're in a class, let's say you take a painting class, and at the end of the assignment, everybody submits their artwork, and, or, or um, not submits it, but um, shows it in front of the class for a class critique. And, you know, you've got your peers, all the other students and the teacher, you know, one by one, they'll go around the room and they'll say, well, I, the teacher, all the teachers I've worked with have said, you've got to do it like the hamburger way you, you give a good compliment. You give uh, like the meat of it, like maybe the thing that bothers you about, then another good. So you're good, bad, then good. You finish, start with the good, finish with the good. But what it does is it gets you comfortable with people critiquing your work and saying, well, I, I like the overall look of it. I'm not crazy about um, your composition, but I love the color scheme. And and in front of all these people, you're, you're trying to wrestle with rejection and you're trying to wrestle with their critique of your work. And, you know, it's only 20 other students, but it, it gets you kind of in tune with not only how to take what you might perceive as rejection, because you never hear, you never hear, I love your painting. All you hear is, I hate the color scheme. And, and the entire time the student continues to talk, you're just like, oh my God, they hate my color scheme. But, but it gets you in tune with how to wrestle with that, like on the spot. And, but it also teaches you how to critique other people's work in a positive way, in a constructive way. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that helped me a lot with rejection, especially when it comes to the general public, because not a lot of the public are skilled at knowing how to analyze a piece of work and know how to, to critique it in, in a constructive way. But But that's one thing I learned is that, you know, when somebody comes up and says, that's, ah, you know, some people who have no uh, filter <laughs> will come to say, oh, that's bizarre. I don't get it. What is that? And you're like, what do you mean you don't get it? Don't you see that it's, you know, a frying pan with roses in it or, you know, whatever. And you're, you're, you, but then you realize that you've got to step back and not take it as, as rejection. Does that make sense? It it does. It does. I didn't go to art school, so I didn't get that. I didn't get that experience. So somebody comes up and um, offers offers their opinion about things. And and um, I kind of had this happen to me. This would be a nice painting if you had done this and then yeah, and I looked yeah. at him. I said, I said, do you think so? <laughs> because, you know, I painted it the way I wanted to paint it. Yeah. You know, just it, it was exactly what I wanted to paint. So. I, I mean, they could, I, I don't even understand why they said this unsolicited comment. You know, I don't know who they, well, I kind of knew who they were, but, but, uh, but they they were, I didn't ask, you know, so I'm like, you think, so that was my answer. Do you think so? And I just looked at him and, and they, they, they melted, you know, like, well, okay. But, you know, I didn't ask. And well, here's so, the beauty of success. Now that when you get to a point where you can do what you do or, any of us, when you get to a point where someone does something like that and you know your work is strong and you believe in your work and you know what your vision was, those remarks will like bounce off of you and that's success. That's like, I've over, you know, when you get to a point where you can 
overcome that almost instantaneously and go, okay, whatever, you know. Uh, you, you- I wish we could tell new artists, and I don't want to call them young, but artists that whether they're, they're, they're starting out as a teenager or in their 20s, or maybe they have picked it up in their 40s or wait until they retire. I wish we could just infuse that on, on all those artists because they mm-hmm. are who they are. They've created what they've created. They use, they, they've done what they know. They're, they're being, they're they're sorting out who they are mm-hmm. so they just need to look at that other person and say do you think so and and um you know and let it go because because yeah you, you know yeah may, maybe i'm better and stronger at my work now but not every time i'm being experimental mm-hmm. you know i'm out there trying it but but um i but i wish we could just tell all of them you are exactly who you're supposed to be today and let don't let somebody who just comes up here and unsolicited comment add to it no yeah. I'm, not, I'm not i'm not i'm not thinking that's healthy for anybody especially if i get ticked off well i think that's that's all of this illustrates such great things about success because success is not just about money or notoriety it's it's overcoming you know um objections critiquing it's it's becoming more secure within your work within mm-hmm. yourself as an artist it's so many things other than financial gain mm-hmm. yeah um and I, I give an example i think you've seen my post my recent post on facebook of that old car in the, in the garage Mm-hmm. Yes, it was it was so lonely. I loved it. Yes, and so so what inspired it? There is um, an individual I'm friends with on Facebook that had a picture of this really cool looking laundromat, and I wrote to her and I said, "Where was it?" And she told me the city it was in, and I said, "Well, where is it in the city?" And she's like, "Oh, I forgot." Well, if you know anything about photographers, we're very um, territorial, and we okay. don't we don't want to give up. We don't want to give up the location of things, especially if they they're jealous or they're insecure about their own their own work. So they won't tell. She wouldn't tell me where it was. So I drove an hour and a half to this city, and I drove all over, look, asking people, "Have you ever seen this laundromat?" But but the 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 beauty of it is, is I knew I would come out of that city with something, and I found that old car in that um, garage. And it ended up being a better photograph than what it would have been with that laundromat. <laughs> and I was like, and that's why I posted that thing. I'm not going to tell you where it's located because I was hoping she would see it. And, you know, maybe she'd be just like, but I felt good because I knew I could do a better photograph than what she did. It sounds, it sounds arrogant, doesn't it? Oh, well. But I did. I walked out of there with a better photograph with something different. And I don't know. To me, that was success that I could before like what i would have done if she hadn't told me where it was i wouldn't have gone to that city i would have given up and said oh she's just a bitch and i wouldn't have ever wanted to talk to her again i would have been down on myself and i would have gone oh why did she do that to me but i just overcame and i went i'm going down there and trying to find it and if i don't i'll find something else and i think when you get secure enough in your work where you can overcome I call them obstacles or weird things like that in my head. I, I think that's really successful because years ago I would have just collapsed and been like, oh, you know, I can't I can't drive that far just to try to find this laundromat. And I don't know if any of that makes sense. <laughs> it does. It does. I, I think I think it's a story that um, we've all experienced. So I think, you know, it's not a laundromat, but, you know, there may be somebody created a painting and you would like to be able to capture that mood and and, um, you know, and. 
you so you, you a lot of inexperienced artists um like i'm at the front street and um in Roots to Wings Gallery down in Dayton. And, mm-hmm. and on our first Fridays, a lot of aspiring artists, and I'm going to call a lot of them are young, they they want to ask you something. And and I find that, that um, they will confess that they tried to have this conversation with other artists and, and they feel like they've been put off. And I just assure them, I'm just like, well, not everybody's talkative. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. they might not know what to say about what you're asking because what you're asking maybe was different for you know. So so I try to let them know you know it's not that they're holding their secrets. It's just that they might not know really what to say and you know you, you know caught them off guard or whatever. But but um, you know we can so we can guide and share and encourage if you're more seasoned or, you know, if you're, if you're one step ahead of somebody else, you know, you can share mm-hmm. that, which probably should bring us down to a little bit of um, the nuts and bolts of, of um, the, the physical aspect of, of success. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was, you know, there's, there's a lot of, um, a lot of guidance out there in the way of the way of blogs and, you know, even, even the, even the one, what was that site that you, um, sent? I, you know, they have, they have a nice, um, Renee Phillips, nice, Renee yeah, Phillips. Renee Phillips. Yeah, yeah. So she, she has some nice information out there, but, um, I, you know, we, because you do need to find a place to exhibit your work. You've got to know where to get started and uh, pricing artwork and writing. I mean, oh my gosh, the absolute worst thing is writing some kind of bio about myself. Oh yeah. And, um, I, I just, I cannot do it. I cannot. Oh, it's horrible. So, yeah. And, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm still lacking in, in, in having one. I have, I have somebody that's going to write one for me because she can say nice things about me, but, but I choke over the nice things. But, mm-hmm. um, but anyway, so there, there are nuts and bolts. There are steps to getting your work out there. There was an artist that told me one time we were talking about Chicago and he said, if I could, well, this is Mike Elsa, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, this is 20 years ago when somebody was talking about um, somebody from Chicago was looking at one of my pieces and I really wasn't sure what to say or what to do. He said, if I could get a piece of my artwork in a restroom at a gas station in Chicago, I would do it. Hmm. So, so, um, and, and, you know, maybe he did, mm-hmm. you know, cause, cause he showed, you know, he was in Chicago and New York and, but, um, and, and he got there fast, you know, he, 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 he found a nuts, nut and bolt um, how-to for himself, and he followed that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, find places to show your work and find, you know, find your comfort zone for, for your pricing and, and be consistent with it. And and there was a time and that everybody needed to, like, have a style and stay with that style so you would be recognizable. Mm-hmm. Well, that's changed. Oh, yeah. That's changed. So, you know, create as you want to create. You've got the only story that's you in your art. So find that voice, be that story. And if it changes, that's okay. But go ahead, you know, find find the way to write your art statement. Um, if you... You know, if you can, if you can get into a small, modest place, I'm, I'm happy. I was happy when I got my work in that, in the diner, you know, two Mm -hmm. o'clock in the morning was the only time they had a crowd. It was an experience and it was good. And, and if I'm going to do a resume, I'm going to put it on it, you know, and there's, there's places, there's galleries, there's, 
you know, if you don't have money, there's there's places that you can put your art out there that doesn't require you to invest a lot of money. You mm-hmm. know, set up set up in a little street fair. If you can do it for free, then do it for free. If enter some exhibits, not all exhibits require money to um to enter. Get them out there. You know, just find find what your match is, and um, and you're not going to know until you try out some things. Mm-hmm. So. You know, this this is we're talking about beginning. You know, people that are already on their journey, they they um, they generally know what the next step is, and we're talking about success. Well, it's got to start in the beginning, and mm-hmm. and um, you know, find some place to put it, get it out there. But the number one, the number one thing is, and when those people come and they ask me questions at Front Street, like how many pieces do you have? And you know they well like, like, like well, I'm gonna I'm gonna be working on some. Mm-hmm. That's the wrong answer. I mean it's it's good it's good to be out asking, but um, I'm not gonna be working on some. I am working on that body of work. Mm-hmm. You cannot be anything if you do not have work. If you're if you're a singer songwriter mm-hmm. musician, you have to be able to play. You you have to be able to paint. You have yeah. to be able to do the photographs. You have to have this body of work, and and um and that's what Jerry Salt says too. You know, you know, you big babies go. You know, don't just sit here. Go get the work done. Well, that's, wh- not, that's not a, that's not a word for word quote, but that's that's his flavor. You know, one thing I I advice i give to especially younger artists um i say younger because i just recently was at a mixer and i met a young man who was just out of college and he was painfully shy like just real meek very quiet but i talked to him because here's a guy who obviously is not happy being here he he did not want to talk to anybody but he forced himself to get out of the house and come down and meet with all of us who were twice his age and to talk about film and movies and editing. And if you're younger, you you absolutely have to overcome your fear of going out and rubbing elbows with people. And you will yes. you will find so much success overcoming the first time you do it. You'll feel so good about yourself. But it'll also bridge the gap between maybe you and a gallery or some type of connection. You'll make connections with people. And yes, you, you've got to go out there. And when I was younger, I did not want my uncle kept saying, you should go to this school and meet some people here. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm not going out meeting anybody. And now that I'm older, it's easier. But you've somehow got to push through that barrier if you want to have success as an artist, because you, you absolutely have to meet people in the art community. Right. It, and go to, go to shows. Yes. Go, go to these art in the parks. Go look and see what people are doing. What suits you? What matches who you are? Talk, you know, mm-hmm. not all of them are going to put you off. There are going to be some of them that are, that are going to be talkative. You never know who you're going to meet that's going to give you the next step or, um, oh, yeah. you know, or, or do what you just said, you know, or we'll say, you know, I know of this exhibit. Um, so, I know this exhibit that's coming up. You, you never know who's going to have something to say. And, and you're so right. Get over yourself. Don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. Be afraid. It's okay to be afraid. Go ahead and be afraid. But but show up 
And sometimes if you're just standing there, if you got a talkative artist, they're gonna they're just gonna start talking to you. So which one do you like? Why do you like it? Oh yeah. Go and tell them and and let them, and then um, you know have the conversations. It's it's the beginning. You will like you said, you will learn so much, and you will. Oh my gosh, Peter, that was that was an awesome piece of um, direction right there. Well, I think something I learned from you and and Logan Logan Rogers, who's in the film The Artist, is that community, the art community. I mean, I'd say three quarters of what you've got to do to be, quote, successful, unquote, is to meet people in the art community. Because if you just sit in your studio and you make a painting and you walk it into a gallery and they don't take it, or maybe they do and nobody knows who you are, it's just going to sit there. But if you start getting some networking and you get your name around and you make some friends, people will know your name. They're like, oh, do you know so-and-so? I'm like, oh, yeah, I met him. I met him at the gallery the other night. And I like his work or or whatever. And I found that I I was a complete hermit. But, you know, you've got to go on. I call it rubbing elbows. That's kind of old fashioned, but. Um, and there are some people that um, they're not going to be able to do that, mm-hmm. but hopefully they have they have a um, a cheerleader, coach, you know, somebody. There there are people that um, really never see the light of day. We can't leave them out. Mm-hmm. There are some people that never see the light of day for whatever reason, mm-hmm. but but they can they can, you, you know they may have somebody. Who does that for them mm-hmm. you know to go out there and and you know and i'm real happy for them if, if they get that most of us we've got to go out there and and um you know build it you know and so build it you know build it you know build it and they will come well you have to build it whether they come right you gotta do that part but there are some people and i just want to give a shout out to that that does happen that they could they can have somebody who's really really gonna um be get connected or are connected and and um then that's right for them you know it's so individual yeah but but most of us absolutely need to go out there and see i call it see and be seen mm-hmm. you know if, and you're right you know um say yeah you know i've i've, I've met i've met peter Tompkins. you know mm-hmm. he was he was at the trunk show i met, i saw his work you know it's one thing but if, if three if, out of what a few hundred people that were here for that day, if two of them remember your name, that's a good thing. Well, think- as a matter of fact, wasn't it wasn't it here that um, like um, the arts council director um, yes. for the Tip Arts Council and the director of the library talk? Both of them are talking about trying to find some kind of way way to arrange showing it in the yeah. community. Well, you were here. They yeah. know. They know. They know all about the film. They've been following this, but when they talk to you, yeah, I've got to get back because the, the uh, one of the ladies I talked to wants to show it in November, but I okay. can't. But yeah. the, li- mm-hmm. the library, I can't remember her name. One of the ladies I never wrote back, but but yeah, I mean, I think that, that's okay. I I got their names for you. So. The, the fun thing about you know when we're talking about success. There's different there's different levels of it, but if you really want to have real success, just listen to how this movie came about that, that we made. I'm not trying to plug the movie, continue to plug it, but I had this idea for a film, and I wouldn't get off my ass to make it because I was afraid. I didn't think it would be any good, and you know, all this self talk, self doubt talk, and you know the, the bad talk. And I called my friend Logan, and the ball started to slowly roll. And if I hadn't called Roland, uh, Roland, Logan, he wouldn't have called Rusty. And if I hadn't met Rusty, 
you know, it would have been a different film, would have gone in a different direction, or maybe it wouldn't have happened at all. But if you if you take take the um, not not the motivation, but if you if you get if you I don't want to say get off your ass, but I said it. Just push yourself to get up. If I hadn't done any of that, there'd be no film. And it just took that little bit of like nudging myself to go to meet this person. I met that person. I met this person. I met like 12 people in the community of Dayton artists. And I have a film. It took a year to make. But it's that kind of, um, you just don't know what the future holds. But nothing's going to happen if you sit at home. Nothing's if yes. you just sit at home with your palette and your brushes, speaking metaphorically or figuratively, and you don't show anybody your work. You're no one's going to know you're out there. So you you desperately have to meet people. I mean, it should be one of your top priorities because the chances of you being a genius artist and somebody finding your work on the internet these days and going, oh my god, they're genius. Let me give them a million bucks. I unless you're extremely gifted and brilliant i even the extremely gifted and brilliant i don't think these days are getting recognized without some networking um or am i talking story. completely out of my ass i don't know <laughs> no no i agree <laughs> I, I, I agree what you're saying is is right not not that you're talking how to hear oh well yeah <laughs> I do. I yeah, have. Yeah, I, I do agree. I do agree. I do agree. I do agree. Yeah. And this has been a fun. Um, this has been a fun. Obviously, a very passionate um, topic for me mm-hmm. because, you know, I like to see everybody and anybody that steps into, um, and steps into um, their artistic endeavors, which writing, um, songwriting, mm-hmm. um, any visual art, just what whatever their artistic endeavor is that they find a, a, a step of success, you know, and mm-hmm. then, and then see if they want to go to the next one and, and so on. And, you know, before you know it, you're going to be in it for 20 years. You're, you know, you're still working hard. You're still having the best time of your life and it just gets better because you just keep growing. Mm-hmm. So I think it matters. That is very true because the, the more you work at it, you can you can see yourself evolve as an artist, and you can you can remember where you were when you started, mm-hmm. and you know where you are today. And it's just a weird thing when you start seeing this stuff evolve, and you can see the growth, you can see the um, expansion, you can see the people you've met. And it's a really wild thing to watch because when I when it comes down to my my guitar playing, twenty five years ago, I couldn't play anywhere near as good as I play now. That doesn't mean I'm like Eric Clapton, but I definitely can see a progression. I'm I'm more confident in front of crowds. There was a there was a point at which I couldn't stand up and play guitar. I had to sit down because I'd be so nervous. I'd be like trembling, and people didn't notice it. You know, I still pulled the, pulled the show off all right. But one day I forced myself. I said, I'm going to learn to stand and play the guitar. It's one thing to play air guitar in your bedroom. But it's another thing to put the guitar over your shoulders, put the strap over your shoulders and start playing. It's a totally different. And in front of people and try to sing. I had a horrible time. And I used to walk around the house with my guitar forcing myself to walk around with a guitar playing and singing for hours just so I could, it would feel natural. And 
I see how I was when I was 25 compared to 26 compared to now. It's just it's night and day. Um, it doesn't mean I'm selling out, you know, theaters to come see me, but I know I can stand up and play in front of people without a second thought now. Uh, which to me is a huge success story. It's a huge accomplishment, and uh, it really has helped help me with how I present myself musically. I'm talking about music, but it's it's pretty wild to see that. It's it's awesome. So, how would you summarize our little chat today or tonight? Um, I would say find out. Um, Search yourself, find out what um, short-term success looks like, um, you know, and and then keep and then keep an end goal, mm-hmm. and then and um, do work on your body of work, and just keep going. You have to put in the effort. You have to, and oh my gosh, do not let other people's opinions mm-hmm. get you off track. So that's my summary. Excellent. Yeah, I think if you want success, you have to, you're going to go through stages of what you think success is. Yes. And if your goal is one thing, it might change, become something else. You might think it's like with me, I always wanted to make hundreds of thousands of dollars or something at this. I've never gotten close to that, but I do make money at it. But the great success I have is meeting people like Rusty and reacquainting myself with my friend Logan and getting to know a whole new art community and a whole new part of the, the world knows about my work and they like it. I mean, that, what more could I ask for for people to say, hey, I saw your film and I liked it or I read your book and I liked it. And that's an amazing feeling. It is. But you had to make it first. So there you go. Now, I forgot. Now, uh, well, I'm going to put links to Rusty's website on on the com on the description of this. But Rusty is an artist in Dayton, a painter, and a teacher, and overall great person. And I forgot to mention it at the beginning. But um, oh, check check out her website. Okay. They'll they'll just listen to our um, podcast and they'll know we're great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there goes that great chemistry between us again. The great banter. We're we're like. Love it. Howard and Robin. I don't know if you ever listened to Howard Stern, but. Oh, it's been a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, this is great, I think. And if any of you out there have comments, I, I don't know on this if you can comment on this. This is what I don't like about podcasting. I can't ever, I don't know who's listening or if. I don't think there is. I think there's a way to leave a comment on these, like on YouTube. Maybe one day we'll do a we'll do a, a vlog and a, um, a podcast at the same time. We'll post it on YouTube or something. Sounds like a sounds like a fun goal. Yes, we'll see how successful we are with it. Yes. Well, hopefully, those of you who are listening have found out something about success or how to wrestle with it. And um, anything you want to end with, Rusty? No, I just thank you again. This is this is so much fun, and and um, I hear I hear myself, I hear my own advice, and so I'm taking it. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, this has been great, and we'll have uh, we're trying to get this uh, podcast out about once a month right now. Yes, and uh, we appreciate you guys listening, and hopefully you've. Uh, learn something here about success and uh we will catch you around within about a month and and i'll just uh i will just uh, uh bid you adieu here with everybody 
Thanks so much, Rusty. And I'm really glad you were here tonight and all the wonderful talks we've had. Thank you, Peter. Yeah, you have a great night. Right, good night. Good night. You have been listening to the Creative Hearts Club with Peter Tompkins and Rusty Harden.